3: Dig your cleats in. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. The pitch by Salvedo. All Things Baseball, the Big Leagues, and the MLB to Portland. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Shut up. And Ruxman will hit a fly ball here. Deep center field, and so long. Adley Ruxman with a moonshot to center field. Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. This is the Hot Corner on the Odyssey app and 1080. The Fan.
0: Welcome into the hot corner for must be a Wednesday, but baby, it's always a Wednesday around here. Joe Fisher, Patrick Harris, with you, Jordan Schultz on the ones and doses. LFG, let's go, baby!
4: Uh, yeah, that's what we do here, dude. That's what we do here. Yes, we are. Uh, no pun. In, well, yeah, pun intended. In full swing here in baseball season. <laughs> Heavy storylines. What twelve games into the year? Heavy storylines, man. Story it's uh it's nice. I don't know what it is about this year of baseball. It's probably because my rules are somewhat decent, but uh it's just got it's just got different juice. Well, it's got a different feel to it. I mean we've talked about it a bit, but sure. yeah, I mean just just put it in my veins. They're just popping
5: out and bam. <laughs> <laughs>
4: nice callback. <laughs> uh I do think
0: that there is also that uh little bit of a- excitement
4: when the season starts. You're like, I'm a Tiger fan and you know, we might surprise some people this year. <laughs> Well, you know that the Pirates and the Diamondbacks, their fan bases right now are like, Yo, hey, hey uh, ISC team above 500 two weeks in. I think we got a show. You
0: up. know, we got a lot of kids coming up, and uh, I think it's going to be great. And then, in, and then in June,
4: they're like, uh, you want to come over and watch the NFL draft or what? <laughs> Steelers looking good and that Steelers looking good. Yeah, then they're like, Cardinals are a mess. And then something like O'Neal Cruz happens, and you're like, oh, oh, yikes! Yeah, poor yeah, pirates fans. Are we going too too much baseball too quickly here? Probably sporting I mean, it too early, guys. Yeah. yeah,
1: you
0: know my Mets are a little bit trouble, but does uh, Brett Favre coming down the path or what? But I have to tell oh, you,
4: not Brett Favre. It's Aaron Rodgers. I get confused with all these washed up Packers quarterbacks. I mean, b- basketball right now, NBA. It's like it's not it's not grabbing me. And it, oh, again, I go back to favorite team thing. Maybe it's because my team sucks. Are you that, talking about the, you know... bla-
0: sorry, I blacked out for a second. Are you talking about the NBA?
4: Yes, yes. Dude, I had a
0: hot moment. I stopped at a buddy's house. I got off work and I stop at my buddy's house and hang out with them for like an hour, hour and a half before I come down here. And we're watching the end of the Bulls-Raptors game. And there's like nine seconds. Bulls are up by three because some free throws were made. And I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, man. I gotta go. I don't get to watch the end of this. <laughs> and and then I walked reason, out the door. Not that I walked out the door it. and I was like, man, I wonder what happened. I have no idea what happened. Because <laughs> I, I realized I don't care. Big gulps, huh? I well, don't see care. You later. I'm looking at this game and I'm like, wow, there's all these guys on this team that everybody in Portland would love to have uh, Vucevic and Zach Levine and Fred Van Bleet and Pascal Siakam, Damar DeRozan.
4: Yeah, these teams suck. <laughs> I'm a little flimmox, flummoxed right now. Who who logged in with this uh, MLB thing here in the TV? I believe the answer the, the is TV room. The, one uh, Danny Morang. the studio.
0: Way I believe go, the Meringue Tang
5: uh,
0: did that. By the way, how does he get away with that nickname? Is that I mean, is it? I'm Just asking
4: the question. I think it's a solid nickname. All right. Is it offensive? Am I? I am don't know. The, yeah, I'm missing what, out of the loop on it. I don't know. I going to say, I feel like we would have gotten a phone call by now. <laughs> Plenty of text. Somebody Dude, sent a tweet. Your nickname is what? Not
0: okay. Yeah, a Twitter thing. Yeah, a tweet. How's that going? Is that going
4: all right? Yeah, Patrick. You. Uh, I feel like you should live in like uh, Australia, way off of the grid. You, you. Why I can live here and be off the grid. You remind me of like a group of my friends that it's like, well, gotta wake up at 3 a.m. Why Chelsea? They're playing, and then oh, Grand Prix. Uh, starts in Dubai at uh, 2 a.m., got to be up for that. Not watching guys drive cars. Not on Twitter, just like, (laughs) NBA, oh, there's a game on. Well, I got to leave. See ya. (laughs) It's just like, you should just be somewhere, uh, some other country worrying about other things and just do, you know, again, off Twitter, off social media. You you strike me as one of those guys. Yeah, there's a decent
0: chance I know what's going on in European sports a little better than I do
4: in American (laughs) sports. And I say Australia because I feel like that is... 95% 95% of the guys like age 18 to 30 there is that they just follow ancillary sports like darts. <laughs> and they don't really care about anything else going on in the world. Big it's, professional like, bowling association guy. Yeah, rugby, Big cricket, cricket guy. you know, just all the sports that we don't care about here, basically. Did you ever watch Aussie football rules? I've watched rugby before. I did, this is I did, a different, different game. than Aussie. Uh, this is a different game. Yeah, see, that's why you said Aussie football rules. Yeah,
0: it's like uh, uh, a mix between rugby and uh,
4: smear the bad guy. <laughs> tear, tear somebody's head off. And uh, with a little bit of NFL in it, yeah. Australian rules football. Aussie that. football rules is what it's called. When I Google Aussie football rules, I get Australian rules football. Oh, okay. Well, then
1: it's a lot more Aussie goes football. in that than it rugby. Right? Yes. Right. Yeah. That's 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 the general. It's a little more of a
0: kicking game. They've got like three uprights, or like uh, three different places you can kick it in. I believe to do that math real quick, that's four poles.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. I dated this chick for a little bit. That uh, she had spent some time in New Zealand, so she was a big All Blacks fan. Oh, yeah. And I remember one night she's like, Yeah, we gotta go back to my place at midnight. I was I'm like, trying, Oh, nice what's going to, on. Try oh. to throw a knife bad, She's like Northum all- Cavatier. Yeah, she's and like, then
0: I'm gonna put on Aussie Rules football.
4: And then she's like, uh, yeah, I need to get back to uh for all for the all blacks and I was like, Well, whatever you're into, I mean like <laughs> She was like,
0: I don't think I have the equipment to continue this uh, endeavor.
4: I've never uh, done that before. And then she's like, the rugby team. I'm like, oh, whoa. I was thinking, oh, "Oh, you're going to take on the whole team? Whoa. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, I think we have to call this off tonight and this relationship. But, no, then we got back and just watched some uh, rugby at midnight, and that was cool.
0: Hey, I've always said, you know, one of my bucket lists is uh, the Australian Open. I would love to go to the Australian Open because there's nothing more fine in the world than being at the bar till about 1 a.m. and then going home and watching a championship match for the Aus- for the Australian Open.
4: And the cameramen are not shy. No, about not About
0: showing what is
4: in the crowd. Not either. at all.
0: They want you to feel immersed yeah. in no, what's
4: going on there. That's the other thing that's great about... Uh, start firing off bad texts. Broadcast from a... Uh, <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> you up? <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, watch, I'm watching this uh, Aussie Rules football right now, and it made me think of you. Uh, if you uh, look at those... Broadcast from other countries, you notice that the cameramen are showing way more hot. Way than we more are hots. in the US. Yeah. We'll notice it for like five seconds and then the camera will be like switch off to camera six. Camera six, switch, quick.
0: Camera six, now, 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 now. Unless you're, uh, yeah, the NFL just banks it in like a database to where the, sued for. Yeah, yeah, to where tennis is like, dude, right there. Just Unless do it. you're uh, broods Mu- in America, was it
4: Brett? Was it Brett? Brett Musburger. Brett
0: Musburger, yeah. yeah. And he's like McCarron's girl. Stay he's on like, I that swear to god, camera. I've been working this job all well, the 60 quarterbacks years. get all the girls. The quarterbacks <sighs> get all the girls. Oh my god, yes, they do. Don't change
4: that camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's quite attractive. Yeah, <laughs> having she is. quite the time. Watching it, yeah. 75 year old man. What a legend though. What a legend. Creeper, but what a legend. Who's not a creep at 75? What's the age gap? Like, like what's that age gap? Like once you are 10 years old, Yeah, when do you get the green light to just 15 be a creep? 20 that it's like dude, if you're more than this years older than a girl like you're getting into creeper status. It's probably and, a good thing to know as I'm getting into my mid-30s. and you get, it, and you get your
0: your excuse gets to be just uh you know, well, it was a different time when I was younger. <laughs> Hold
1: on. Wait, you guys are you're leaving out half the equation because it's the older you get, but also the amount of money recloses that gap a little bit.
0: <laughs> I suppose that's so. true. <laughs> that
4: is true. That is very true. <laughs> it's like it's up and down. It's There's nebulous. definitely a sliding scale yeah. on this thing. It's graded on sure. a curve, right? It's like, well, what curve? What nope. kind of curve? <laughs> well, if you're 45 and dead broke, your range right. is about a year or two. But if you're 45 and rich as hell, you can go 20 years younger.
0: My wife is three months younger than me. Really, really outkicked the coverage there. <laughs> Just to prove that point. Broke as a
4: joke. The like age him gap young. is real close. You like them young. <laughs> real young.
0: Oakley Dokley, well, we do got a baseball show for you today. The Phillies might have themselves a new first baseman. See, we got around to non-baseball talk. We did. We did it. great. Good did job. Good job. Uh, the Phillies might have their new first baseman, and he might already be in house. Uh, is Portland in trouble as a new city emerges to try to uh, snatch a new expansion team? Um, my name's Jared, and I hit Dingers. Uh and uh, fair foul at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour we got a lot to get to when we come back though I'd love to start here the hottest team in baseball just keeps on chugging along is this sustainable is this perfect what's going on We'll check in on Tampa. This is the Hot Corner, Portland sports leader,
5: 1080 the fan.
2: Why? Why?
5: If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details.
2: Payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot?
6: Shopify helps you do your thing. However, you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
3: this is the hot corner with patrick harris and joe fisher on the odyssey app and 1080 the fan 503-864-6326,
0: that is the fan text line, lets you
4: interact with this bad boy show throughout the program. I don't want to uh, go too off track, but we just talked about it. Can we ban post-credit movie scenes? Like. Where there are spoilers for like a sequel or something, it, it'd be great. I mean, I, like Marvel started it; they were cool for a bit, and then, but now every movie, it's like, oh, gotta stay the entire time. I'll never forget
0: this. I was working in Lake Oswego <clears throat> at the Lake Theater Lake- and Cafe, Lake Twin Classic. Shout out Joe Fisher the Second. My father <laughs> built that with his better <laughs> hands. <laughs> Such a nice guy, slamming Bud Lights. Um, and I was working there when The Force Awakens came out. Ah, episode seven of the Star Wars franchise and the movie ended and we we're shuffling people out of there and this kid sits and he turns to his buddy. And he's like, no, we can't go, man. There's going to be another scene. And I didn't mean to. It just kind of fell out of my mouth. I said, hey, kid, this is Star Wars. This is not a Marvel movie. There's nothing coming. And I think I crushed that kid's life. <laughs> but. Just took a big old turd in his. Yeah, cereal. but I was like, sorry, Migo. You. This is Star Wars. We don't do that in Tell Star Wars. We are not kitschy in Star Wars, all right? We have bad dialogue and bad acting. That's what we do. Look
4: at this guy. He's a Marvel nerd. <laughs> Loser! I actually went
0: on a date uh,
1: in high school, senior year, with a girl that that's what she did. She stayed after the credits to see if there was like a scene or not. Yeah. And. I had to sit there the whole time. In
0: high school, was there ever one? Uh I feel like it's just this like I false hope.
1: Back then, maybe one of the Harry Potters did it. I can't remember. It's like been when it's, done. Like when it's the payday, movies. and
0: I have this false hope to check my bank account <laughs> that it's like three thousand extra bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, big mistake,
4: big mistake. Yeah. I would die if like people just started doing it for like movies that didn't deserve it, like the whale with Brennan Fraser. Like maybe there's a post credit scene. Like, the post-credit would... scene
0: is just like him <laughs> eating a bowl of cereal <laughs> <laughs> for five
4: minutes. You are like, man, I think that leaves it's the door sequel. Open. Sequel. What an actor! Like we did not uh, did not need that. Did not need that. Well, the Tampa Bay
0: Rays continue to chug along as the best team in baseball. They fired off their twelfth win in a row, tying the all-time record. Uh, and I find it interesting. I was watching one of their games <clears throat> the other day. I was actually surprised when I put it on today and saw how many runs had been scored by the opposing team. But I was watching, I want to say, maybe Friday of last week or Saturday or something like that. I saw a stat that, so the stat is wrong because I know Rosa Rayner went deep today. But like, they had hit 13 home runs and had given up two. And then they gave up a third in that game, but it was like 8-0 to at that time. And this team I find massively interesting. And <clears throat> I'm curious if this team has just been constructed in modern-day baseball to be this kind of juggernaut or if the rule change is really helping them. Kevin Cash is a fantastic bullpen manager. That team is basically two starters and a bunch of relievers. There's no shift. They're basically Oakland Moneyball on steroids. Do you guys think this is just a great compilation of players? Or is there a little more at play?
4: Uh, I think that it is a myriad of factors. The great compilation of players help. I think that you are getting some overproduction in a sense. But I do think that, yeah, management, experience, this team, and and front office is, like, manager, players, front office, everybody is in sync. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody is on the same page here. Um, But also, like, let's be real, they haven't played the greatest of teams. But, I mean, hell... You won every game. You can only play the team you're playing. Yes, in baseball, like come on, you're de- not you're, only is that a first down, that's a whole
0: new set of four downs.
4: You're you're bound to drop one to maybe the A's, Tigers, just one win two out of three. Like somewhere along this schedule, you'd think that one would get dropped. And I think the team that's going to win is the team that scores the most points. <laughs> those dynamite drop in money. Those 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 are all John Madden quotes for the record. And I think today. Was their closest margin of victory? It had to be. I wouldn't be shocked if
0: today is the most runs they've given
4: up. Um, it's looking like it. Yes. They gave up six to the Nationals, but seven today against the Red Sox. They only won by two only. Nine, seven. Um, yeah, that's going to inflate that ERA. Jeez.
0: <laughs> their team ERA went well, me, from .82 to .91.
4: Scratch that off my notes. Sub one <clears throat> ERA. Thank you very much. Um yeah, I think they what was it? 20 runs through the first 11 games. So now that puts them at 27 through 12. Yeah. I think I think this team is actually just brilliantly built. Yeah.
0: There's there's guys with there's guys with experience and Randy Arozarena who came off a really hot World Baseball Classic. He seems really juvenated to get things going. Uh you've got a kid in Wander Franco who looks to be the part And then you've got guys, like, I got a buddy who's from Tampa. He's a big-raised guy. He was telling me, like, look out for Brandon Lowe. Like, no shift. This guy's going
4: to be a monster. I ended up drafting him in both of my fantasy leagues just to take a flyer on him. Well, it looks like he's healthy. It seemed like uh, that playing a full season was kind of his bugaboo. I mean, 43 games, 82. uh, That was the COVID year. But then after that, 149 and then 65. So, I mean, just getting uh, even... 100 games out of him is a large ask, but right now he's like four home runs, 10 RBIs. He's kind of the shining light in that lineup so far. Uh, But you're right. I mean, they've got Yandy Diaz playing pretty damn good. I think they have four dudes over um, 1,000 OPS on the team. So they're just – they're hitting a lot of home runs too. They have like 30 home runs already. Yeah, they crush – and that took him 32 games to do last year. I want to say that's what it was. 30 home runs, 32 games last year. 30 home runs, 12 games this year. All right. I don't mean to poo-poo on the party a little oh. bit. Oh, boy.
0: As here he's about to poo-poo
1: but on But I'm going to poo-poo on the party. I disagree with both of you guys. You not just not ate that... a bunch of Taco Bell, and here he comes. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, the Rays are my toilet right now, I guess. No, not that I don't think the Rays' offense is good and primed for a decent year. They are. Their run differential, obviously the highest in baseball so far. I think it's something like 63. At this point of the year, just looking at the stats, um, or excuse me, all year, at this point of the year compared to last year, it was 50 all year. So they're already above their run differential compared to 2022. Their offense (laughs) is obviously playing way above their uh, their state right now. However, along with that, they've only played three road games. Three road games up to DC, which is like a two-hour flight away from Tampa Bay. So hear me out really quickly. That's guys. a great point. The I, fans
0: in Tampa are raucous.
1: I'm not. No. 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 Dan not Patrick. saying that. You're not hearing. You're not hearing at all what I'm saying. Screw the Tampa Bay fans. I'm
0: swinging.
1: <laughs> the Tampa Bay fans are some of the worst. We know that. They. They. What do they show up for? Lightning games more than they do Ray games. No, they show up for neither. Anyways, and Lightning game. Lightning are good. <laughs> no, all I'm right. not saying they are. not But my point is, they had a pretty easy go of it. Location wise, spring training They're in Florida already, kind of feeling comfortable. Easy move up to Tampa to start their season. They've only had three mm. games on the road. I think which Rosa Rain two is the only flight. guy
0: that played in the World Baseball Classic for them.
1: Ooh, there you go. See, yeah. some speaking further to my argument. It sounds like they've had a lot of time, not really so much to to focus on travel and extra stuff, but to just worry about getting to know each other and hang out, figure out the team dynamics. But I do think they're playing above their state right now, and they're pitching. It's just not good. It's not elite. Not going to be able to sustain this level all year. That's just my opinion. Not to poo-poo on you guys. You're right, my Shane opinion.
0: McClanahan's a bum. What? I'm
1: not saying
4: he's not. I'm not saying Rasmussen's a bum. Just pass that. What do you got? Uh, I will make an amendment on the text line. Thank you. Uh, they did beat the Red Sox 1-0 the other day. But so that's that was- what
0: I mean, though, that they can do anything they need to. Yeah. You win a close game or you win a high-scoring game?
1: They've won a lot of high-scoring games. They've won one one game.
0: Hey, they blew up Chris Sale today, and that guy is a Cy Young. I mean, yeah, it was in the last <laughs> millennium, but... He's
1: not washed, not at all, right? Yeah, it's...
4: Uh, you do wonder if it's
0: sustainable. I I had, like, a scissors drop. Every time I said Chris Sale,
4: just <laughs> because that Jersey up. <laughs> from outside of McClanahan and Rasmussen, you're depending on uh Zach Eflin. you're depending on I just went on the DL. Jeffrey Springs, you I mean But Tyler Glass now on the slutters coming back. That's true. By the way, you're I what, don't, what three months I, yeah, I yeah. don't know what team it was and what pitcher, but they were putting it on the big board slutter, like as one of the pitches. Like you know how? Oh it will, yeah, it, it was. List, oh, like, it was somebody. Four seam fastball for pitch one, ninety three, and then it, it was like slutter, 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 slutter. slutter, slutter. Dude, the
0: slider cutter
4: man. <laughs> but outside of uh, McClanahan, Rasmussen, and Eflin, who is now dead, um, with Jeffrey Springs, and then you had Taj Bradley pitch today, who actually didn't do too bad for them, uh, eight strikeouts. But other than that, it's like I, I hear I'm I'm smelling what Jordan's stepping in as far as. Who else you got? They might have. But then again, that's where I looked at Kevin Cash and he's like, I don't care the way that I manage a game. I only need two solid starting pitchers, three, maybe. So. That's what I think we're on. M- that's what I think.
0: Not we, because this mouse in my pocket, we are doing well, they, fantastic. That's what I wonder about your, you guys. Like,
4: they this, are your Tampa Bay Rays. This you team is this really good. Yeah. This
0: team is really good. And if you can win these games without a high caliber pitching staff, that's beautiful. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Sure, we're going to see what they do, with they got other guys, but they're going to get a free agent addition in three months, and that's Tyler Glass now. Now, who knows if he's going to be good. He's at a long road to recovery. But, I mean, it's kind of like guys say this all the time, like the Phillies right now, you know. You might be struggling, but in four months
4: you're going to get Bryce Harper. That's better than any trade deadline acquisition you're going to get. This Jeffrey Springs guy pitching, um, I don't know who the hell he is, but he's already been great for them. He's pitched 13 innings, 19 strikeouts. That's good. Yeah, but they don't have anybody after these three guys. Okay,
0: they only got four starters. Well, I mean... And the best bullpen manager in baseball.
4: Dude, let's be real. They played trash teams to start. Detroit, Oakland, Washington. Like, that is literally three of if not the worst teams in baseball
0: and
1: Kevin Cash is a good game manager all right but it's kind of the same reason when we get to some Mariners talk coming up uh, that I'm going to lament on their pitching management you can't expect no-name bullpen guys to carry it throughout the season you can't ride a hot arm for two weeks send him back down to AAA, bring some other guy up Kevin Cash manages his pitchers a little bit better than that, but I feel like they're kind of, I mean, with or without Glasno, getting into that same position
4: of having to depend on Joe somebody or well, a new pitcher from Triple A. This is what I'll so say sustainable. about bullpens is that, tell me a team that doesn't have a who's the hell is this guy bullpen. Like, it's kind of like there might be one or two, like the Yankees. But Not currently. Out, yeah. I mean, but other than that, it's like, bullpens, you end up finding out about the bullpen late in the season because they've been doing it all year right, long. Right,
0: right. You get like, I think of Cleveland in 2016. You go Shaw, Andrew Miller, and, uh, damn, what was the name of the closer for Cleveland in 16? I can't remember. But, but anyway, anyway, if but, anybody
4: would know, it would be you, man. It would
0: be me. But you get, yeah, you, you that's a good point, Joe. You get to a point where once you, once you get down the stretch and you start getting into the playoffs, now everybody knows, Your setup guy of the setup guy, the setup guy, and the closer. You know, we saw that with Houston last year. Yeah, you see that. I guess what I'm saying is why can't these guys be that?
4: Yeah, I mean, time will tell. And if there is a team that you would bank on having a good bullpen and a team managing it correctly, I mean, the Rays would be one of your top picks to do so. I'm going to hammer this storyline as long as it takes. Uh, So to look at their schedule coming up um, over the next couple of weeks, By the time we are seeing each other next week, they will have played uh, two away series at Toronto, at Cincinnati. Other than that, though, until the beginning of May, May 7th, they only play one away series. So they they got some home cooking for the rest of April, essentially, in the first week of May. Well, so, I, I mean, we could be seeing the Rays, and they're playing, I mean, the White Sox a couple times, Pittsburgh, they will get the Astros and Yankees, so they'll get some tests there. But, I mean, the Rays could be looking very good record-wise to start this year. Well, then let me ask you <laughs> They this. already are, duh. Well, then let me ask you this.
0: What is it going to take for the Rays to show you that they are a real deal?
4: I mean, they, Is I it mean, just play some better teams? Is that all you need? Yeah. That's yep, it. I mean, I mean, honestly, dude. Detroit, That's a fine answer. I'm just asking. Detroit, <clears throat> Washington, Oakland, Boston. Granted, they beat the crap out of them. Uh, uh, some of these teams, <laughs> 10-0, 11-0, 12-0 victory. I mean. Yeah. So they they've got good wins, but also... You got to go out and assault the Dodgers, assault the Astros, you know, assault
1: the Padres in the same way that you did the Tigers. I'm saying 10-10-11-0,
4: 12 victories. Uh that's their record, sorry. 1-0, 7 to two, nine seven, eleven zero 11-0 against the Oakland A's though
3: Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.
4: You had back-to-back yeah, 11... That sucks. You had back-to-back 11-0 shutouts against the A's. Those aren't close games. Oh, Those are- you were... Significantly better than
0: them. <clears throat> That's true. All right. Well, I'm going to bang this drum, and if you guys want to be pessimistic, go for it. It will
4: probably turn out to bite me, so you guys are lucky in that sense. Well, they, again, they are your Rays. I am looking at the preseason MLB predictions, and I see Rays under the Patrick Harris column, okay? So you got to ride this. The whole How far season. did I take them? To the um, series, I got you AL East. I don't. I don't have the pennant matchups. I just got who's winning the pennants. None of us have us in the, have them in the World Series. So. Okay, so at some point we do need them to come cool <clears throat> down.
0: I should probably. I should probably have taken a futures bet a couple weeks ago. Oh, I know. It's probably Might have gotten paid out in like July.
1: Probably like plus twenty two hundred from what I remember us yakking about. Yeah, that sounds bad. great. Wouldn't
0: have been bad. All right. When we come back, have the Phillies found their first baseman, and is he already on the team? We'll get to that next. But first, here's Jordan with sports.
3: This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan.
0: Coming up in the second hour, we'll have fair Foul at the bottom of the hour. Also, a new city has emerged to potentially challenge Portland as a expansion team. Does Whatever. this spell doom? Dun, dun, dun.
1: Oh, I get to be all pessimistic here soon when we talk about this. Uh, we all
4: ever, over. man. God. Tell them to have a Coca-Cola. Oh, wait, they can't. Caffeine, devil. Yikes. Have
0: a Bud Light instead.
1: I like the shot. I like the shot at Salt Lake City. It was good.
0: Yeah, do you know the lake's almost dried up? Yeah, nice lake. Oh, wait.
1: It's even almost after not even a freaking lake massive
4: anymore. Massive rain. Come
1: on. I saw the pictures of California. Some of the drought ridden uh, waterways there are all filled back up because of this rain. Same thing not happening in Salt Lake City.
0: Is it raining? <laughs> it's been
4: pouring here on the West Coast.
0: Brother. It snowed this morning. I've just house. kind of. Jeez.
4: It's rained so consistently. I've just kind of blacked out for the last week. <laughs> my dad keeps calling me
0: well, each morning's express <laughs> yeah, with like
1: the rain. That. It sucks.
4: Uh, yeah, so we got a lot
0: to get to in the second hour. Also, maybe have some fun with uh, home run celebrations with teams. Uh, but I want to get into this. The Phillies have had a little bit of a slow start, but I think they're kind of even in the ship a little bit. A report came out today that Bryce Harper approached the Phillies about upon his return potentially playing first base. Now, the injury to Reese Hoskins is a bad blow for Philly, yes. who's got World Series aspirations, as they should. The concept of Bryce Harper playing first base, to me, is fascinating. I mean, the idea of, I always liked him as a right fielder. I didn't think he, you know, he doesn't have an arm like an Ichiro or a Vlad or somebody like that, but I always thought he was pretty solid in right field. But the concept of him playing first base would be huge for Philly, I think, because it opens up that DH slot. If he can get in there and he can handle the duties of first base, which I He's not going to be Paul Goldschmidt. He's not going to be Paul Canerco, but he's going to be pretty good at first. And if that opens up that DH slot a little more, so you got Schwarber in the outfield left, you got Rio Muto's bat in the lineup if he's not catching, if he needs a day off. This could be one of those, kind of like I was saying with Tampa, like you get glass now later, that's a free agent pickup that you spent no money on. You didn't have to trade for him. Bryce... I mean, Bryce is always going to be a huge addition if he's hurt when he comes back. But playing first might bump him up even a little bit more.
4: Yeah, I'm just trying to think that, I mean, and obviously you say pick free agent. But I'm also wondering who they can go after in that trade deadline and fill that DH role. Because right now I'm just trying to think. I don't know who is out there that... Yeah, we never
0: really know who is out there. You're going to need somebody that can play first base if Bryce can't play every day. So Gary, gonna... Gary, I am Gary. I am Gary.
4: I thought Dear Gary God.
0: died. Dear God, no!
4: <laughs> I think he did sign a minor league deal. Somewhere. No,
0: he plays in the he plays in the bigs. I think he's with San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I like... As I turn to see if he's on the television right the f- now, the first picture
4: that shows up is him in the Dominican jersey. So I mean, not encouraging. Hashtag I am Gary. <laughs> In the it does, it says he's in the San Francisco Giants organization. Wait, you're Ooh. talking Gary Sanchez? Gary Sanchez. Yeah, they just signed him to do a minor
1: league deal oh, last week. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like this is way over my head. Sorry, Voldemort
0: and hashtag I am Gary. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> by the way, that guy's out of a job right now. What a loser. Who, Voldemort or Gary? Yeah, Voldemort. Oh, god. Hopefully he finds one by October. Season's over, bud. Best of luck. Good luck to you. And don't come crawling back. <laughs> well, come crawling back to me. You're dead. Can I do a hit? So Harper at first should have happened
1: when he got drafted. I don't understand why the Nationals ever wanted to put him in right field. You you make a great point. He doesn't have a great arm. I don't know what his uh, like defensive war is or his runs saved stats are. I would love to see if he actually saved or, or prevented runs as a right fielder because what did he come up as a catcher? Yeah, what's his trapped. output? Yeah, exactly. And if they just so moved him out. to first base, do you think he would have suffered some of the injuries? Like I think one was getting hit with the hit with the ball in the wrist, but uh earlier in his career, a couple of those happened in the outfield. I uh, I just I, I hate these decisions that end up getting made six years too late. It's like Bryce, you're a great catcher. You didn't need to play catcher. Why didn't they just throw you first? Yeah and he, six <clears throat> years
0: ago. And it's funny to it's funny to mention the catcher thing too because that I mean that's what we see. We saw it with Joe Maurer. We saw it with uh Buster Posey for a hot second. Um I don't think Pudge ever went to first, but that's because the steroids kept him going for a long time. Um uh, but you see that and I mean this is kind of the trend with the dh in both leagues you know that allows so many more hitters like schwarber is a defensive liability in the outfield Mm -hmm. so you're either you're either pushing you're either pushing an injured superstar top five player in baseball to play a position that might wear his body down more or you're going to give it up defensively i think the idea is like if you can get bryce in a position that lets him recover but still play, and you can put Cheeseburger uh, at the DH, I
4: I think you're sitting real pretty. Well, quite honestly, I feel like the Phillies have a really good situation on their hands despite Reese Hoskins going down because, yes, Bryce Harper learning first, playing first, that is good. But as you said, like, if you don't want to give up that DH spot and keep him in right field, keep Schwarber at DH, like, well, then move Alec Baum over to first. He's having a fantastic He is having a hot start. I've always liked Alec. And then you've got third base open I mean like so I mean kind of <clears throat> like you're talking about finding a free agent or something out of the trade deadline yeah, was, it's like you can <clears throat> find yourself a third baseman you can th- find yourself a first baseman a DH and outfield. like that's a great
0: point Joe I I think a lot of teams I think a lot of teams sometimes view third base like they view catcher get somebody that can play decent defense and we don't care if you bat 182 yeah and You might be right. You might be able to find somebody like that. Yeah, you are able to move a lot of guys around, and that is going to be the benefit the Phillies have. I think what's going to be interesting is if they lose patience. You know, you went to the World Series last year. We all know how tough Philly climate is. Are they going to be – is their hand going to be forced to make a move, or can they say – Can they pull a Joe Cronin and say, all is well, don't worry, everything is going to be just fine. Did you know we have a 7% chance to get Victor Wimbayama?
4: Joe Cronin didn't do
0: that. I know. I'm just joking. I'm just taking cheap shots.
4: Do not do that to a, a fellow Joe. Okay?
1: If we want to go
0: Blazers fan bitch
1: session, we can. <laughs> on the baseball
0: show. Hold Hold I don't on. care.
1: I'll jump in with but but, but
0: but I think that's, that's going to be the biggest challenge for Philly is how they approach this. The Reese Hoskins injury was big. I was listening to the radio. I was driving around. I think I was on lunch or something, and I went to go grab lunch somewhere. I think, I don't remember, but I heard it, and the guys on MLB Network, as I was listening to the radio in the car, they were kind of real doom and gloom about this. But, Joe, to your point, Philly's got a lot of options here, and if Bryce is your option at first base, I think you can do a lot worse than that. You know, you're, you've clearly got someone covering for him in right field right now. You've clearly got someone covering for Reese Hoskins at first. Eliminate one of those. Maybe an average player. You get at the deadline, and then you're sitting pretty again. Just the question remains is how many games back are you? Yes. yes you know, but Can you afford to wait? And that, I think, will be the real test in Philly.
4: Well, if anybody knows about being patient in your career, it's uh, Matchbox 20 lead singer Rob Thomas, okay? And I think he would know to keep this uh, Phillies team patient as he's now the manager of that team. (laughs) I mean,
0: it's true. It is true. He he went from 90s superstar to World Series runner-up. Yes,
4: yes, and aged terribly. Terribly? Like, what happened, bro? The poor guy. But also, I feel like from now on, well, not now on, what was it, 2019 Nationals on, like mm-hmm. you can't count your team out no, not this early until you're our halfway mark. No, and obviously, not at all. you know, with the expanded playoffs it's you really can't count no. yourself out now. So
0: and you know me, I'm going to keep an eye on this because there's nobody that I hate, love, love, hate more than Bryce Harper. Yeah, yeah, you do. And I've come full 180 in the Again, last even today, seven years of this
4: show. It's like, let's talk Bryce Harper at a first base. like dude. And Joe's like, dude, can you get off oh
1: Bryce boy.
4: Harper's jock, dude? It is interesting, though. Uh,
0: I
1: remember is. one thing that we didn't even bring up, uh, his uh, UCL tear last year. Yeah, so I this, mean, it's big. Yeah, that's contributing to this decision, I think. Uh, he's 30 years old, mm-hmm. so... Take him, you know, out of throwing. God, he's only you,
0: 30. You owe him for the next, like, 10 years, Yeah, too. you do. You do. And you got to get as healthy now. as possible. But your window's now. Yep. Got to strike. Your window's big time now. Got to strike. So we'll keep an eye on that. When we come back, speaking of Bryce Harper, let's go over to Bryce Harper Light. Uh, my name is Jared, and I hit dingers. That's next. Portland Sports Leader,
3: 1080 The Fan. Love baseball, so do these guys. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on 1080 The Fan. Five zero three eight
0: six four six three two six. Joe, did you know that the manager of the Phillies is not, in fact, Rob Thomas of Matchbox Twenty? That's disappointing.
4: Yeah, dude, get your facts straight, dude. What's wrong with you?
1: Isn't it Rob Thompson?
0: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah,
4: I. Uh, it was definitely World Series last year when we figured out who the who hell the manager the of the Phillies was. <laughs> he's a he's a Joe Girardi to fill protégé. you, yeah, yeah. To fill you in. We uh, we were talking about the World Series. We didn't even know who the hell the new manager was for the Phillies was because they fired Girardi. They fired Girardi in the middle of the season yeah. the year. And so then we started making the joke about what the hell is the Matchbox Twenty lead singer <laughs> leading the man uh, the Phillies for now? So text line get get with it. Okay. Yeah. Two teams firing their
1: managers and then making it so far. Someone
4: clearly yeah. wasn't listening Crazy. to this show. Clearly wasn't listening during World Such Series. Such a great time. show,
0: the most amazing show you've ever seen. It's amazing. It's Let the me best. tell you how great it is. Oh boy. Um, Fair foul comes up at eight thirty. We we love that. So stick around for that. Um to touch on touch on a little mariner update as we will do throughout this entire season as they are the quote unquote local team and a couple guys on this show have rooting investment plus I think they're just kind of an exciting team to think about this year uh Jared Kelnick has decided to be the man they thought he would be, albeit only for three games he has gone he has gone three games in a row with hitting home runs and two of them are my god kind of home runs. One is the second longest this season, and I think the longest. That is in, also the longest in Cubs history since Statcast. Thank you, and the longest Mariner home run since like two thousand four. I think Wrigley Field longest Wrigley Wrigley Field. Field yes, excuse there. me. Um, <clears throat> so the the question remains as we slide from Bryce Harper. Now, Jared Kelnick was always he was always likened to a Bryce Harper type guy, huge prospect. Uh, I don't think the Mariners truly knew what they had in Julio. I think before both of them came up, I think the idea was that Kelnick was going to be the superstar and let's hope Julio is solid. It's been a little bit of the opposite and Kelnick's had a rough couple years. years. Um, he's gone up, he's gone down, he's gone up, he's gone down. He has struggled mightily. He's changed his batting stance. I want to say three times, three times. I think it's been. And, here he is, and for a team of the Mariners who are kind of all over the place in terms of consistency, this is one of those things that I, I don't mean to have a theme for the show, but there might be a theme to the show in the sense that the Rays could be even more dangerous if they get Tyler Glass now back. The Phillies are going to be dangerous when they get Bryce Harper back. Is this your free agent acquisition that all Mariner fans wanted? Is that a Jared Kelnick has actually figured out how to do it? He's batting over three fifty right now. He has earned the starting spot in left field. Is this the birth of the Jared Kelnick that we were told was going to be?
4: Uh, I'd like I'd like to believe that the original person that was playing was uh, his evil twin, Kara Jelnick, and that was just not the same person at all. because guy. it really does not look like the same person. It as really all. doesn't. We were uh, saying, or I was saying during the break to you that with Jared Klenick Kelnick. It kills me every time. Kelnick, I know, is, but it's spelled Kelnick. You know, yeah.
1: it's weird. But and then people still say Kelnick. Yeah, and, and no, no, no. Just forget
4: the second E. Kelnick is that you saw flashes over the last couple seasons, but you didn't see a what I felt like was a consistent two-week flash like this, it'd be like, hey, went for three for four last night, pretty solid, and three straight hitless games where he's having ugly strikeouts. Yeah, it's and like he, he's just struggling at the plate. And he
0: doesn't so, look confident yep, as a player. Exactly. He doesn't have the mojo, and you're kind of like, God, this is a prospect yeah. that everything went to his head, and he just can't cut it.
4: And so, I mean, let's face it, when you're coming into a season as well with pressure on you, to perform and you've come out the gate like this, like okay. goes to show to me. And it's like, dude, that not really a fluke to me because if you look at the Mariners roster, and I'm sure we'll get into it maybe in the next hour is that you look at everybody playing this year and who's stepping up to the plate. He's one of the best for them right now, if not the best. So, and you've done it over two weeks. You've done it over against some pretty solid teams. Angels look good. The Cubs have been pretty feisty to start. So they have. I think that it's finally clicking and you're like, dude, yes, all right, he he has arrived.
1: So Jared Kelnick is proof to me that a player, young, old, whatever, can make all the adjustments to their swing and their physical approach at the plate in the world and become no better. What? Flipped what changed for Jared Kelnick, he changed his mental approach. He he became so much more confident. It's what it has
0: to be. He yeah. looked like he looked like Mr. Dumpy, like, oh, here I go. Oh, I struck out again. It. What am I doing wrong?
1: No, now it's, all right, next, he moves on. And one other big thing I noticed, he had just been using a regular bat the last couple of seasons. He's choking up a little bit on that bat, allows him to have a short swing, and he's using kind of a newer technology that they're allowing in MLB, which is a bat that Starroids. has... Well, that, that's not <laughs> loud, but hey, good one. No, it's a bat that has, um, instead of like the base that's, you know, normal that we've grown up with, it has like, three or four times thick as a base that you put your hands on. So essentially it allows you to choke up on the bat without actually choking up physically. And he's got a shorter swing and it's quicker. And I think his velocity is what, 110, 112 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Each time he's hitting it, the highest velocity on average for the Mariners. So he's obviously hitting the ball hard and that comes with confidence. The mental change is huge for him. Yeah.
0: He hit one of those home runs the other night in Chicago at Wrigley that was uh, reminded me of that that line from Major League. He hits the ball and he goes, "Nah, too high, too high," and it's just an absolute monster. And the guy turns to him and says, "Who gives an s? It's gone." And I feel like you know, as guys like Julio and Ty France and Eugenio, you know, and Teoscar for to an extent, need to kind of warm up and get to where they need to be. The big dumpers included in that. That if this guy is going to hold you up until you get there, that's not bad. Because then once those other guys start getting into their groove, then the pressure will come off Kelnick a little bit. Then he can fail a little bit and not feel like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Because I think that's the biggest problem is before Julio popped and before guys like Ty France and Cal Raleigh popped, the whole idea was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. If I can't do this, we are boned. And that's just not the case anymore. It could just be surroundings. It could saying to himself, look, you don't have to be the guy. Somebody else is going to be the guy. And I think that's, that's the scary thing about the comp to Bryce Harper is you think you have to be the guy. But yo, amigo, you're on a team where not only do you not have to be the guy, but you're not going to be the guy. So just go play baseball. Only yes, t-
4: 23. Remember that,
1: too. 23.
4: Yeah, a couple of years ago when he got called up, it was very. It, it was a big deal. It was huge. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mariners were bad. It's like, here we go. This is our big guy. It's not Dustin Ackley all over again. Like, this is our real guy. Well, no, te- text he line, shall not be named Dustin <laughs> Ackley. <laughs>
4: Texan even comes in. Do you think the pressure of Julio's success has anything to do with his improvement? I mean, like sports psychology, man. Hell yeah! yeah, I mean that's what I'm like, saying. I can kind of Homer Simpson fade my way back into the bush and just worry about baseball while Julio has all the eyes on him and yeah, then, get him in the home run derby, get him in the All Star game. Let me figure out how to hit a baseball. And I know that I just said like literally five minutes ago, like yeah, there was some pressure coming in this year for Colanic, which I mean, let's be real, there. That's true. But I mean, look at Julio. He's the face of a city at this point. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you want to compare who has more pressure going into this year, it's Julio. It's got to be Julio. It, you got to follow up that freshman year, that rookie season, right? Right. So him having a slump versus Kalenic, I would say, like, they're kind of both on par. Yeah. Like, or excuse me, Kalenic having a great year, great start. It's like – they kind of both make sense as far as where they're at in their careers and the pressure and ex- expectations of them. So. Agreed.
0: I can't wait to come back next week or in two weeks or so and just kind of look back and see if Kelnick can can keep this, keep this party rolling. All right, when we come back, is there a new threat to Portland getting a Major League Baseball team? I think the answer might be yes. Loaded second hour. Don't go no, anywhere. No. The
5: hot corner with Harris and Fisher on 1080 The Fan.